when you talk about, you know, getting lost in time when you're doing stuff with technology, I, f- I find myself, if I'm in the restroom and I have my phone, I'll easily spend 30 minutes just sitting there on my phone. But if I don't have my phone, I'll be in and out within like five minutes. So the bathroom has become your place of worship to your son, to your smartphone. <laughs> to my phone. Yeah. <laughs> as odd as that sounds. Yeah. Your bathroom is now the sanctuary to your smartphone. Do you have like a little pedestal to put your smartphone on? No. <laughs> okay. It's my hands. <laughs> no, your hands are just a little pedestal. Head, yes. <laughs> well, see, that doesn't happen anymore. Why well, doesn't Okay, actually, okay. It's funny. That's perfect one to play now because recently I got rid of social media for a while. I just deleted the apps on my phone. Wow. <laughs> Shorten the time of being stuck on the john. You have saved so much time in your life over the past few weeks because you have removed social media. I think, Aaron, you should write a book on how to save time in a modern life for the modern era. Well, welcome to another episode of Use Your Words Podcast, where we get to learn about Aaron's bathroom habits on a week by week basis. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not that scary. It's pretty, pretty average. But whatever average is, I don't know. Don't care. <laughs> uh, so we are now in the mighty month of December, the last month of 2020, the year that has gone on for far too long. But it's also going to be going on for 10 more years. Not 2020. Just next year will be 2021. Well, it's going to be the year of 2020s. You mean the, it's going to be the twenties. It's going to be, the yeah, it's going to be the twenties. So it's going to be 2020 part one, two, three, four. Yeah. Well, yeah. if Corona lasts for 10 years, then we have an issue. Yeah. At that point, I'm going to blame you. Knock oh. <laughs> on wood. So anyways, welcome again to the episode. We're winding down to the counting down to the wonderfulness of the end of the year. So since it's December and, you know, we're kind of like smack dab in the middle of holidays, we, you know, we just had Thanksgiving and now we're going to have Christmas and then New Year's back to back fun there with that. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so we're not going to have like four different, I guess you could say topic topics because we got two weeks of normal whatever craziness and then two weeks of you know, holiday more stuff, you know, and then the holiday one, we will have the wonderfulness of, well, when I say holiday, the new year one, uh, we'll have the wonderfulness of Josh Brewer back, Mr. Fake News, Josh, as well as, uh, Lieutenant, uh, part of me always wants to call him Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan, but he still has his legs, so he's not Lieutenant Dan. Mm -hmm. Well, for now, we'll see. I don't think he's going to run over an IED in the United States unless he's visiting Detroit. But well, we'll see. But right. regardless, what are we talking about today, Mr. Johnson? <laughs> All you need is love. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that, that's not how I put no, it. it is but not. <laughs> I think I put it a little bit differently. Yes, you did. Um, I put it as rules or people. people. So yeah. this is actually an article that I wrote. Um, and when I say article, I mean like short little blurb of thoughts that i put into text from my head to my fingers um and the the article i I wrote was called rules or people and i started off 
with I think probably the four lines that define this whole conversation. And the four lines are a quote from a song. The song mm. is um, mm-hmm. called Glass Houses by the Classic Crime. Again, I, I, would, I would play it if I could, but I can't because of copyright laws. And Why don't we just text them or email them, not text them? Uh, because there's a whole chain of it. It's not just the artist who has to give you approval. It has yeah, to be has all to the be right them. holders. Yeah, yeah, so that means right, all right. the people who you know distribute the records, um, all that. So it's a big a whole, whole ordeal. Yes. And I have purchased right usage before. That's not fun. for uh, a video that I did for the youth group mm-hmm. uh, many years ago for snow camp. And it was for like one year usage of the video for a nonprofit for under a hundred thousand views, not allowed to download. There's the key download or stream only. It was like 250 bucks for the year. Wow. You know, but as soon as you add like download, it just, the price just shot up. Well, guess what? When you're doing a podcast type thing, it's all download and it's not, uh, not for profit then. So I'd imagine starting costs would just be astronomical and not worth it. Unless you want to take out of your savings, Mr. Johnson, we're not doing it. Yeah, I don't have any money at the moment now again anyway. Well, I do, but not yeah, I know enough it, for that. <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to do that, so unfortunately. So sorry. I know. You know, and Good like, song, check it out. Yeah, so it, it again, it's called Glass Houses by the Classic Crime. Um, the four lines in question, actually, I don't know if you remember this. There was, uh, it was one of our Barbacoa Saturdays mm-hmm. when we would go to Barbacoa at like every Saturday morning mm-hmm. for a while there. I played this song and I said, what is the important, what's, what's this song getting at? And I asked you that. I probably didn't even know. No, you didn't. <laughs> and, so. Josh, and Josh didn't catch it either. Oh, okay. Good. I'm glad. So, cause I, and I asked Josh, that was like another Wait, oh, week. It oh, wasn't the same. Okay, was like, it wasn't the same time as you. It was like another week. And I said, okay, Josh, I have a song and went played. Tell me what is the importance of this song? What is this song getting at? Summarize it in, you know, a sentence or two. I didn't tell him to sell, summarize it in like a word or two. Um, my, my, my summarization is rules or people. That's my summarization. So here's, here's the four lines. I can read the lines, thankfully, without copyright mm-hmm. issues. Woohoo! Um, the lines are, somewhere deep down you know the difference between love and following orders. And if the chorus I sing is offensive, it's proof that you've yet to address your disorder. <clears throat> the big phrase in there is somewhere deep down, you know, the difference between love following orders and, and where that really gets to the heart of that is. And in, in the little article thing I wrote, and Aaron can attest to this, you know, both sides of the aisle, when I say both sides of the aisle, I'm saying Christians, non-Christians, we're all guilty of this. Whether we like it or not, I'm guilty of it. Aaron's guilty of it. Josh is guilty of it. The enforcer's guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. You know why we're all guilty of it? Because we're stupid, flawed humans. True. <laughs> yeah. There's so, no arguing that one. So, Mr. Johnson. No, oh, no. Rules are people. Uh, uh, this is, I feel like this. I mean, I would say people. Why? Oh man, why you gotta ask why like that? Um, I guess uh, to what level? I guess is because I feel like there's different levels of stuff where it's like okay, if you break a rule, 
you're gonna have con I mean have consequences for breaking said rule. You can still be loving to someone mm-hmm. and bringing, you know, uh, while still, I guess, in a sense, disciplining someone and, uh, or, you know, having there still be some sort of consequence for the situation. Right. It's just that that's not easy to see from the point, from the person's view of being disciplined or having to deal with said consequences from someone because of your actions or whatever it is that you did. So, so I guess it depends on, I feel like everything always, I, I feel like, I, is that a good thing that I think that, or oh, maybe I just don't know what to even think anymore. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, it depends on like a situation, like, okay, someone kills my parents. Mm-hmm. That's pretty tough. Now, like they're gonna have to pay for that, I guess, and that's. So let me ask this question. Yeah, I does, guess. Okay. Does loving someone automatically preclude them from of from uh, the ramifications of their actions? No. Okay. I'm assuming. Wait, what was the <laughs> Does loving someone? Yeah. Preclude them from preclude. the ramifications. Okay, I'm of, assuming that means like removes them um, from having to deal with. It, it the, means like essentially like because you say you know you choose to, to love, love this person or this whatever. Yeah. Does I'll that mean slide. does that mean that they are immune to the consequences? No. Okay. Yeah, you can still get consequences. And, you know, mur- yeah. mur- murder is kind of a, an extreme example. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Super huge you can, extreme example. You can still love the person, but no, say, Hey, I, um, I, I guess I, I think you need to pay the, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to pay the, uh, the consequences for this, uh, action of yours. No. So, I, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to use a different one than murder. It still ends, I guess in a sense with, well, it's still death, but that whole situation where was it the one gal enters what she thinks is her apartment see someone else sees the other guy in there and mm-hmm. ends up killing them. That's how it went, right? Cause she thought they broke into her place or something. I don't know. I thought that's how it went. Something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head, but, but I, I know there was some like confusion. They're like, mm-hmm. someone thought they were in a different apartment. Yeah. And so the brother of this guy that was killed, see now he, I, from granted, just, this is just going off of the one video that I saw that went viral, I suppose was, you know, he, has a Christian, uh, I guess, faith or like bringing up. And what he did was, he I mean, he asked if he could give the lady a hug and forgave her. And I don't know, I guess essentially loved her. Now, did she? I don't know if she still served time or is, I'm imagining she did. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, he still had, um, well, an attitude of love and kindness towards her despite her killing her brother kind of thing his brother or whatever yeah so instead of saying you know what you murdered some of my family therefore to me yeah i hate you please throw the maximum book at her mm-hmm. whatever you know the law still demanded that some justice yeah. was dealt out that she still had to mm-hmm. suffer some punishment but as far as him to her um he was like i want to love you and i want to forgive you and i understand you know, I, I'm not going to hold this against you, type of deal. We even can look at this, you know, and when and 
in the article I wrote, I said, you know, both Christians and non-Christians are very guilty of this, where we, oh. we, we mm-hmm. demand justice over love, where we demand rules be followed over love. Right. It, and the Christian history is ripe with examples of this, unfortunately, you know, because we have people who were very much like very, what we would call, I guess you could say legalistic. You know, is, is you know that's yeah, legalism the, is awful. You know, that's what we would call it in modern days legalistic, right? You know, mm-hmm. where you know we say, okay, the Bible says this, and Aaron, oh Aaron, he didn't go to church this Sunday, huh? You know, and that means we need to you know excommunicate him now, and or we need to have a stern talking with his boy. Let's have a or, big meeting. Aaron was caught swearing. <gasps> he he. Or Aaron told his parents no. He wasn't <laughs> I, he wasn't honoring thy father I, and mother. mother. I was disobedient. And instead of going, okay, Aaron, we need to have a little talk and you know, work on some things, immediately immediately go, Aaron, you are now forbidden from <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know, and, and th- those are those are minor examples. You know, you look at history, we we you remember the book, um, the Scarlet Letter. Did you ever have to read that in? No, you never had to read that no. in um, high school. Maybe that was a book from one of the English classes I failed. <laughs> I, I, I get it. Um, you, you know, you you went to. Um, went to Case High School, public high school. Well, as I say, Hickville, know. USA. I wasn't in Hickville. I was middle ground. Ish. You know, so Scarlet Letter, it was, <laughs> it, it was, it, to be fair, it, it is a work of fiction. Okay. So it's not like it, they're telling historical context, you okay. know, and historical truths. So essentially in the Scarlet Letter, if uh, you were caught, caught in adultery, Uh-oh. you had to wear a big old A, red, Scarlet Red A, on, <laughs> you know, on, on your clothing. Mm. You know, th- that's how it was. And instead of, you know, the people around her necessarily being loving, they would just kind of say, oh, nope, nope, avoid, like, the Stay away from you. You look at the lepers in that in the old times, you know, people would see them, and instead of saying, hey, we understand your suffering, what can we do? It was, no, be gone, you, go outside the gates. And now I understand why in the context of the Old Testament, when before there was this thing called uh, medicine you know and yeah. science when people are like we we don't know how don't to keep clean that. we'll keep you away and everything I, right. I, I understand part of that but at the same time they were just completely shunned it was like oh you don't go in i thought they were a, well, a lot of times well, i mean being looked at as god was angry with them and punishing yeah. them for whatever reason well is. that was true with a lot of sicknesses oh, in oh the past. yeah back oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that and, was just yeah yeah you know instead of people going having any sort of compassion it was just like nope 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 you're you're you're, you're, you're sick you're out there you know and you jesus kind of broke the mold and said yeah hey i don't care i uh now uh, to be fair to jesus. be fair jesus you know he could kind of heal them you know yeah, you know kind of did that you know they, they, they you know you talk about the story of the woman who had uh forget it was like a bleeding disorder or whatever oh, disease and she just touched the robe and got healed and then he's like who touched who me did that who did that you know where he knows someone actually did but mm-hmm. it wasn't like a who did that like it was more like who did that yeah you know? even though he knew yeah he just wanted her to be like 
Disney. But, you know, he, he didn't shun them. No. He, he was putting people above the law in that regard. And just like, I guess, so what, what, I guess, was that law or was that just like or standard, like th- th- thought amongst the people? The law. The, oh, okay. okay I put yeah. that in quotes. Yeah. The law that they have to be out and about outside the city. Yeah. They're, they're outcasts. They're unclean. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you look at the story of Jesus and again, Jesus keeps putting people above the law multiple times. You look at, you know, the whole idea of keeping it, you know, the Sabbath, keep it holy and everything. Right. And yes, I agree. Take a day of rest a week. Wow. That is good. It is very good. Now people go, well, the Sabbath, it has to be Saturday or it has to be Sunday. You know what? That's not, that's not necessarily true. You have to keep a day now, you know, can you make some big grand argument that it has to be Sunday? Go for it. Right. I guess. The, but, but it's yeah. not, but at that point you're being legalistic again. You yeah. are worrying about being right over being loving. Right. But you see, you know, like the, the man who, um, that was lame in that, that Jesus healed and told, carry your mat. Pick <laughs> and, up your mat and, and walk. And the Pharisees go, well, why are you carrying your mat on the Sabbath day? That's work. Yeah, exactly. And, and they were all upset about it. And just like, well, I just killed this. I just killed this man. <laughs> I helped him, man. <laughs> yeah, he can, he can do that. Calm down. Mm-hmm. You're worried more about the caring of the mat over the fact that he got better. Yeah. So what do you really value? Yes. Which is, and I mean, like looking at it that way, that is ridiculous that you'd think that people would be like that because you'd hope and think that, oh, you literally just saw someone be tran- like transformed and made better. And you're just like upset by it. Like, why would you be mad about that? Well, you also have to remember, especially um, in Jewish culture and that with that, mm-hmm. it was very more, you follow the rules, you follow yeah. everything, you know, because, you know, before Christ's sacrifice on the cross, mm-hmm. before he died on the cross, it, the only way you had any chance of, you know, going to, I, I don't know what, the, if they would even have a concept of heaven at that point. You know, but a good afterlife sort of deal. Be on God's good side, let's say. So you had to follow all the sacrifices. You had to follow all the rules. You know, you know your unleavened bread. You know, how mm-hmm. you did the Passover. Everything was kind of like laid out. This is how you did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very strict. It was yeah. very rule. Now, at the time, they were following the rules thinking, I'm following the rules. I'm being a good person. Where... You read it, and the rules were actually meant to show how Messed flawed we were. we were. Because we can't fault, we can't keep the rules perfectly. Yep. You look at modern examples of this, though, of where uh, the church, and I'm starting on the the Christian side and the church side, where the church puts rules over people. Look, and let's be honest here. Look at how we have treated certain communities around the world. When I say certain communities, like look how we have treated you know, people, the LGBT community in that, where we, yeah, not we well. sometimes don't treat them as humans. Mm-hmm. We, we put the fact that they are doing something that we see from the Bible as sin over the fact that they are human. And we make that the primary thing. Mm-hmm. We make the primary thing of who they're sleeping with instead of the fact that they are a human made in the image of God, loved by God, and Jesus died for them as well. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that becomes a problem. 
That's a big And that problem. irritates me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. I, I, I will freely admit that. There are things that I am still working on myself on that, you know? Like a lot of times I'll see some conversations, you know, about masks, especially like recently. Right. And I get, I want to, I want to jump in and be a little snarky at times, you know, depending (laughs) on the context, but I have to refrain myself because it's like, no, is this helping out in the situation? Is this being loving in in regard, you know, because right now with this pandemic, okay, I'm not a fan of masks personally. Okay. You know, I have some questions, some of that. But I understand there are some people who are like, you know what, I'm older or I have some more issues health-wise. I want to protect myself, so I'm going to wear a mask or ask that you wear a mask around me. And like, okay, fine. That, that When it comes down to it, yeah. if for me to love that person, I have to temporarily discomfort myself, and that's fine. Yeah. And that, and that is a really funny thing on how, again, just how people are so uh, stuck in their own comforts, I guess. Where they don't think it's necessary, they'll fight something. Whether I don't know, uh, what's the phrase to say? But they'll just fight it to no no end if they don't agree with it, even though it's not. Well, uh, yeah, wearing a mask, it's not that much to do. Right, to show a little kindness and love to someone that would prefer you to. So you, yeah, exactly. So you know, I would rather go ahead and wear the mask, be a little. Oh, this is annoying. Than try to fight and say this is for my comfort. And then that person be a little scared potentially because maybe they have some underlying health conditions right. that make them more susceptible to the more, um, I, I guess you would say terminal cases of COVID, mm-hmm. you know, to put it, put it that way, you know, more likely that they could be killed due to COVID due to all the other, other line conditions. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I thought you looked behind me. I was like, what's behind me? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <sighs> so we have all that going on. And so you know, that's what kind of got me thinking on all these things. It's just like, it's ridiculous sometimes on how we fail the most basic command that Jesus said was the most important commandment, period. Huh? What? Go ahead. Oh, I was waiting for you because it looked like you were about to say it. (laughs) This is loving your neighbor. Love thy neighbor. Yeah. No. Love thy neighbor as as thyself. Yeah. And that is hard sometimes because... People will go, well, who's my neighbor? Everybody. Essentially, yes. You know, people will go, well, my neighbor is <laughs> only the person lives right next door yeah, to me. That, no, not necessarily. That's how we define. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's we, that's the, the wonderfulness of English and it's craziness. Uh-huh. Let's put it that way. But loving thy neighbor, you know, and this sounds weird, but when I'm at the grocery store, my neighbor is the people around me. It's, you know, not just the people that live next to my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go I'll go to a store and see my actual neighbor and be like, okay, I'll love them, but not anybody else though. Yeah. So th- at that point <laughs> that's not what I do, I'm kidding. At, at that point their neighbor squared and you'll only love your neighbor squared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. But that's hard at times. Oh. Because absolutely we want to judge people based on anything, who they yep. sleep with, who they love. Just how they act. How they in act public around you, you know, if something, oh, oh they're, va- they're, they're a vapor. Uh, they don't deserve any <laughs> respect or love. <laughs> right. Oh, they're an alcoholic. They don't deserve any respect or love. Oh, they're a motorcycle rider. They don't re- deserve <gasps> oh, any respect or love. Motorcycle people. Oh. oh, they're a cigar smoker. They don't deserve any respect or love. Fill in the blank with any action 
hyperactivity. Oh, they're overweight. They're underweight. They're bulimic. They're they're too perfect. They're yeah. They're too perfect. They're blonde. They're this. They're that. They're this. They're that. Anything and everything. We find more ways to divide and conquer. I shouldn't say conquer. We find more ways to divide and cause chaos and conflict and not love people. And instead, we could be looking for ways to say, how can I love this person that's different than me, that thinks differently, maybe has a different religion, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. We're looking for the differences on which to divide instead of their humanity on which to unite. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, I guess I, I would, part of me would say that's like the one thing that I feel like should really stand out about Christianity. At least and this is just comparing to like other religions. Now, and I've had like, I've had conversation with a friend or two in the past kind of about like other religions and whatnot and how like for some of them, they're portrayed to be violent religions. If right. you don't, follow it kind of thing well especially i guess if you're born well no if you're just someone that doesn't believe and is not a part of the religion they'll be on your they'll you'll be on their bad side kind of thing now as far like i guess like for christianity though it's like you're supposed to love them yeah it doesn't it doesn't say love thy neighbor unless yeah there's no unless they're jehovah's witness or love thy neighbor unless they're muslim love thy neighbor unless they're gay love thy neighbor unless they're poor love thy neighbor unless they're whatever yeah bald so, yeah blonde yeah There's have a goatee <laughs> have a beard have a tattoo yeah it doesn't say love thy neighbor except yeah no, it, it says just, it's love thy neighbor as you'd love yourself which is another big thing because it's like you think of how you treat people and i will and as paul has says earlier you know as i obviously i am very guilty of it all as well everybody is as far as i know um, but it's like, it's, yeah, I guess it's crazy. It's so easy to, you know, react harshly or wrongly against somebody for either doing something wrong or whatever. Like, that's like one thing, I guess, even for like, for my, for my nephews, like if they're playing with my stuff or whatever, like I'm very like, if you break that, you in trouble, at least kind of how I used to be. But now I look at it, I was like, you know what? Granted, yes, they should learn the lesson of treating other people's stuff with respect. Not going to deny that, but I guess going how you go about it and like, what's your attitude and stuff like that behind what you do is the big, a big, uh, factor. And if you actually love them or not kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot, I mean, but what's the most that they play? I mean, they'll play with my Xbox and my, whatever the switch, uh, some Lego stuff. They'll play my guitars and stuff like that, which I get nervous about some of those because some of those guitars are a pretty penny. So I get nervous with stuff like that. But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, if they actually accidentally ruin something, it's not like they're doing it on purpose. Be loving to them. Yeah. Be and- kind and gentle. Because also, I mean, as a kid, and for me to go back and be that young and like have someone like crack down on me for doing something wrong, oh, that's terrifying. And that'll, like, well, I mean, can mess you up in some ways and just like scar you and be afraid to do stuff. But yeah, I'm not saying for your nephews to come over and just destroy your stuff. So don't take it as that here. What I'm saying is, you know, if something happens, they accidentally drop it, they accidentally, whatever. In the end, those items that switch 
that Xbox, that guitar can all be replaced. Replaced. And in the end, those things will be in the landfill long after you die. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. So what's more important? Your nephews or items? I would probably have to say nephews on that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, Just, yeah. and what's more important? A relationship with someone and loving them or being right? What about both? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, yeah, definitely loving somebody, having that relationship. Um, and uh, yeah, there's so many, gosh, I feel like, well, obviously there's so many different examples of things to talk about regarding this topic. Yeah. We could do this the whole day. (laughs) (laughs) We can go at it. Let's go. Uh, but, (laughs) But what I'm, but what I'm getting at with all this though, is, you know, we often think of, of things as, Okay. Let's take, for example, recently you're seeing all these um, riots and everything going on around around the world. Social injustice, not social injustice, uh, riots and everything. <laughs> I, I forget, I forget, uh, what, social what? But you see all these things going around the world right now, like with all the riots are going on, you know, after the George, George Floyd's death and everything. And they're all like, we want justice. We want this. We want that. And I'm not saying... So I don't want this to be heard at all as, oh, I'm just saying ignore George Floyd's death and blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is with all this social unrest and everything going on, what's more important? Is it more important for the justice to be had or is it more important for the people to be heard, people to be loved, and things to change to make things better for the the future? And how do you go about that? You know, right now with some of these and I call them riots and here's why I call them riots is they're not exactly always peaceful. When you have buildings being um, broken into and looted and, and people go, well, those aren't the rioters. The rioters are peaceful. Unfortunately, they are being connected with your movements. So therefore, unfortunately they get lumped in. It's an unfortunate thing. People are taking advantage of it. You know, uh, you can argue either way, back and forth but unfortunately they are tied in with it and when you do that and you have at the same time also people who maybe are you know counter protesting at these you know rallies for whatever reason and you're beating up those who are in opposition to you you are not doing your side of favor you're not doing your side of favor but you're also showing hatred instead of love and the whole point of this is that we should be seeking loving love for our fellow human instead of demanding justice when it comes down to it when you only have two options justice or love love needs to win Mm -hmm. without it there's not going to be justice without love there's not going to be things going right without love people are just going to be full of hate and then it's going to be tit for tat back and forth without loving another and when I say love, I'm not saying romantic love. I'm not saying the love where, you know, mm-hmm. Josh is taking Aaron out for a candlelight dinner later. Not that type <laughs> of love. There's different types of love. When I say love in this regard, it's caring for the best for them. That's the type of love I'm talking about. And in order to love them, you can't beat them up just because they have a different opinion from you. In order to love them, you can't rob them just because they have a different opinion than you. In order to love them, you cannot shoot them and kill them in the name of justice. Mm -hmm. 
because they have a different opinion than you. And that goes for both sides. You cannot hate and love at the same time and call it justice. It's either one. It's hate or love. And the problem is we are looking at things, unfortunately, in the context of my personal justice is the definition of love. Yeah, it's twisted. It is. And again, I'm saying both sides are guilty of this. Oh, yeah. Not like, yeah. I guess what, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I guess it doesn't matter what both sides are. Cause when I say no both matter. sides, I'm saying Christians, yeah. non-Christians. Okay. All right. That's all right. I wasn't sure if it's okay. 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 Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I'm following you. Well, yes. Both sides are just as guilty, mm-hmm. you know, and we will never get there to the point where this is not going to be an issue because we are human. This will continue to impact how we do things, but we can choose, we can choose to make things better ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think of at times, and obviously, I mean, it's not, it's not going to, I'm trying to think like showing love is not going to obviously either. Well, some people could instantly just be like a wake up call and be like, Whoa, that's crazy that you would do that kind of thing where I'm, I'm just thinking of, Oh, I had it all in the head and now I can't even talk about it. Um, but it's like showing love to other people speaks a lot more than just, I guess, well, yeah, hating on people or like causing issues and whatnot. Cause I guess what well, I remember and, uh, one, I don't know if it was a Wednesday night or whatever, because we were talking about love and stuff like that. And then they're like, well, what's the opposite of love? And mm-hmm. everyone's first thing is like, oh, it's hate. And then, but I, I remember like, uh, why can't I remember who it was? I don't know. But they said that the opposite of love is selfishness. And that kind of threw me for a whirl at first. I was like, what? That's crazy. Because I mean, you always hear love, hate, whatever right. thing, which I mean, yeah, it's yes, but. I mean, I guess you think of why do you do those things that are, you know, viewed as like just hateful actions and stuff like that. It's out of what you think is right. And it's all, well, pretty much at that point, it's pretty, like all about you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's coming from a selfish, um, selfish, um, I guess, mindset kind of thing. And it's like, the fact that you would show love to somebody, hopefully, I guess it's, the hope would be to kind of make them realize that, I suppose. And obviously that's not going to work for everybody or it just doesn't happen right away. And that's another thing is like, I feel like people, they'll try and be loving about something, but then if it doesn't work, at least in their, I guess, uh, this time that they would want it to happen, then it's like, oh, I just give up. Like, that's another hard thing is if you're actually loving someone, just to keep doing it and being consistent about it is a, the biggest, hardest part to do, I suppose. And it's funny. It's not funny. It's thinking of all the things that you do for people or whatever, whether it be friends. Like, just thinking about that. Like, I'll think about doing something nice for a friend. And one, I'm going to bring some Oxford's Red lyrics into this thing. But no, there's one line in one of the, uh, is it the, is it the song. Oh, I think it's Treatment. Okay. I think it was a song. I don't know. 
I can find that in a second. But anywho, one of the lines are what, well, just a small line is what are my true intentions? Now I'll think about that. Like if before certain, I guess certain things or whatever that I do, it's like, am I going to do this for somebody because I love them? Or it's like, oh, hey, if I do this, maybe I can get something in return. I would say, I mean, obviously it's nice to do the nice thing for the person, the nice D, whatever it is, whether you love them or don't. But it's like, I guess behind all of that, is it just something that's going to be self-gratifying for you later or what? That's another big part of it that like I never think to look at until, I don't know, just random times I'll think about that and be like, hmm, am I doing that because I actually love the person or am I just like, well, hey, that'll be better for me and it'll be a better like, oh, Aaron's this nice dude. So by doing this action kind of thing, it'd be self gratifying kind of thing so there's so so many different ways to look at loving now this is good that's getting off the whole love or uh was it people or no but it, it's it, it it fits in actually it's not yeah. getting off of it too much i mean it leads me to this question though what's the worst case scenario that can happen when you love someone uh. I don't get rejected. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They, they, you know, you, you show love to them, yeah. you know, and l- let's just say, you know, okay, let, let's put an example out there here. Um, are you familiar with, uh, who was it? Jen Hatmaker. Mm. So she used to be real popular in the conservative Christian circle, uh, as a, like a author and speaker and all that. And then, she came out in support of the LGBTQ community, whatever. But, but what she, one of the things that she's done is like she and her husband would go to like LGBTQ rallies, or whatever, and ha- hold a sign that says like "Free Mom and Dad Hugs." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, they uh-huh. they just that's their way on how they're choosing. You know, regardless of their religious view on everything. You uh-huh. know, you know, because they're like, oh, we we believe it's okay to you know, have a gay marriage and all that in the church. That Okay. So uh, regardless of that, okay. Hmm. The fact that they go and they say, this is how we choose to love these people who maybe are feeling rejected by family, are feeling rejected by their friends, you know, and all this. And they say, we're going to go and just give a hug. That's our, that's our method of loving someone. What's the worst that comes from that? A person feels validated for a little while. A person feels like someone cares. A person feels like they're loved. That's not saying by them giving them a hug, that it's saying you, you know, it, it, it's not saying anything more than that. It's showing love in that regard. That's no different than you, Mr. Johnson, who maybe, okay, you know, who doesn't agree with someone on something. Okay. <gasps> Regardless of the topic, I'll do, you know, gay marriage, whatever. Okay. That if you don't agree with that, but yet you know that one of your friends is gay and you go, still go out to lunch with them, mm-hmm. the hug or the lunch is not saying yes on these other things. It's a thing that you're doing because you have that relationship with them. Yeah. You're loving them. Mm-hmm. So as I said, what's the worst that happens when you love? They feel like a person. That, they, feel, they feel, oh, they, they feel yes. loved. Mm-hmm. What's the worst? What's the best that can happen when you hate a person? <laughs> At best, Nothing. you walk away enemies. <laughs> Which is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I say. Yeah. The worst that happens when you love is they, there's a connection that a person feels like a human and they feel like someone cares. I guess the, well, if you, I feel like the worst that could happen is if they just push you away regardless. 
whether you try and love them or not. Well, what if you do try and show them love? Like, well, that's what I said. The best, know, oh. like, the, like the best. You, well, I don't know. I don't know. And they might, you know, there might be some, you know, conflict in there, but mm-hmm. at least they know that you're not faking with them as well. Well, I guess that would be the thing if you try and show love to, because some people are like that, whereas if you try and show them love or whatever, like genuinely love them, some people just be like, oh, you're just trying to take the moral high ground or you're just trying to be Mr. Goody, whatever. And then they just, you know, just be done with you and move on. Uh, which is never fun, but it's like, I guess at the, for the stuff like that, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't make me mad. It just, I mean, it doesn't make me mad. It makes me sad. Um, cause it's, <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. Cause it's like, man, I don't know. It, I guess that stuff is like kind of saddening though. Cause it's, uh, what, what does that show? That people know. feel so hurt that when people actually try to love them, that they feel well, I'm saying, like, I, I, the reason that would hurt me, like if I try and show someone love and they just like, oh, you're just faking it or you're trying to make some stupid thing as to why I'm doing it, but not in a good way or out of genuine like love for them. That's just, it, it makes me sad because they don't, part of me wonders is like, do they just not get genuine love, like actual love from people and they just don't believe it? Like that's, I guess, and that's the sense, that's where my, my mind goes. And then that makes me sad thinking that that person really doesn't actually get any love, so therefore they don't really believe people doing it to them. Yeah, there there are some jaded people. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, in this conversation, I'm kind of this sounds horrible, but I'm kind of ignoring the jadedness of some people just because of the fact that jadedness is a whole other conversation and a whole oh, yeah. other wild card that you throw into the, the mix. I'm talking about normal people who respond to love oh, and don't fuck. <laughs> Jaded people are people too. Uh. Oh no, they are. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm that's what I said. I normal people who actually respond and recognize yeah. that you know we'll there love. are people who can love without the fact that they are wanting something in return, right. or they have ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the other thing about loving people: you cannot love with an ulterior motive. Because if you're caring for a person only with an ulterior motive, you're doing it only for their ulterior motive. Yeah, that's that's. That's being selfish again. Yep. That's being selfish again. Yes. That's thinking of yourself. So, I mean, we, and it's ridiculous how often we see these things happen with Mm -hmm. just people wanting to be like, I'm going to pretend to love this person. So that way I can convert them to whatever I want (gasps) to convert them. No, love the person to love them. Mm -hmm. If something happens because of the fact that you love them, then all the better. I'm saying, if anything, that's what, if anything, if did it, that's what it would be doing because at some point they would probably find out if you're faking it for them yeah because at some point that's gonna get uncovered or shown and be exposed and then it'll just make the situation all the worse like go back to when you were younger mr johnson Mm-mm. <laughs> no, i did that yesterday i'm done <laughs> no, no not that far young back yeah. not, not, not okay. that far back okay when i say go back to being younger i'm talking about like when we first met right and if i was had the ulterior motive like any ulterior motive like when we first started getting like barbacoa and that oh yeah there would have been no way that you would have admitted to drunk night in madison (laughs) right when that happened (laughs) Uh -uh. and you'd have been wasting a lot of money (laughs) well yeah 
But, <laughs> but I mean, but if I was a, because people know, you know, when someone has an ulterior motive and they're not being genuine with you. Mm-hmm. You can sense when it's kind of getting faked. Yeah. And there would be no sense at that point where you would be like, well, I, I have trust of this person because then you'd be like, no, they're just doing it because of blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, that's what I said. Well, no. And it will not result in the, in what the original person, the, in, I don't want to call him instigator, but the one who has the ulterior motives wants. In order for things to be effective, in order for, because if I had ulterior motives, you wouldn't have changed over time as you did. You would have just kind of been you at eh. that point and never really advanced. I would as just you did. backwards. <laughs> Potentially, yes. Ulterior motives are a complete opposite of love in that regard. In other words, they're selfish, as mm-hmm. was discussed in that youth group session whenever that was, sometime last year. Yeah, right. Like yeah, I... um, but you, so when you love someone, you have to love them for them. Mm-hmm. You have to love the whole of them. <sighs> yeah. And that's hard. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Lip smacking and all, Josh. <laughs> well, I hope I hope you'd hear that. <laughs> I, oh, I just had a thought. Now it kind of left me. Now I'm oh, now I'm angry. Um, 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 uh, shoot. Uh, if it comes back to me, I'll bring it up because it. There's two thoughts, but then one could totally be. It would be a whole different conversation. But now I just had another thought, and I just. I just Gone. Crap. I'm too young for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to bring that back in. Then yeah, you can't. <laughs> said loving Josh, uh, lip smack and all. You said, I hope he hears it. Yes, Josh. I, yes, Josh, I do hope you hear it. And I hope you do understand the fact that, yes, we do love you. Like I said, lip smack and all. And Only when you give me stuff, though. And only when you don't try to convince Johnson to buy an eight hundred dollar chainsaw. chainsaw for you know his treeless house. We just never do do anything to the trees. We don't need a chainsaw to do anything for our trees. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe I'll have more people that need trees taken down. So then I'll need a chainsaw <laughs> for it. But coming back to the whole conversation at heart heart here when we seek justice over loving a person we need we should step take a step back and when i say when we seek justice what i'm saying when we say my rights supersede that of the desires and wishes which make another person comfortable aka around this covid time and covid masks and blah 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 when my wants and desires interfere with those um i guess you could say anything of another person you know my comforts supersede johnson's comforts you know that's being selfish as well love is hard when you take it into big context like that love is difficult and love is at times just out of grasp but it's also something that like i said at least me daily works on and have to remind myself on to continue to strive towards that, to be able to love others. Because if that is not something I put at the forefront, and I'm saying at my mind, because I'm, I'm not speaking for Johnson in this regard, but if it's something I don't put at the forefront of my mind, it is so easy 
to flip back to that switch and just say, I'm going to do what I want to do for myself without worrying about others and say, screw you to the rest of you. And then when I see someone do something, immediately go, you slurp your drink out of a can. I hate you. Go Mm, away. You make me sick. Instead, I need to go, I love you. Here's a straw. (laughs) Mm. Um, I I know I've read this verse in another episode at some point okay i don't remember what it was but it was uh um, james 2 13 um i just remember this whole story of this one pastor that was talking about this verse or whatever and he had some whole story about it, about some college thing anywho the verse says for judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy mercy triumphs over judgment i th- now, granted, it's like, yes, but I, I don't want that to, I guess, get confused with, obviously, saying that there's no, depending on the actions and what is done, mm-hmm. I mean, there's consequences that you're going to have to face. Yeah. Again, love does not yeah. exempt you from the consequences of your actions. Yeah. You know, you murder someone just because I love you does not mean that you are not going to face justice yeah in in that regard mm -hmm. as you know the law demands but at the same time you murder someone johnson doesn't mean i'm going to cut you out of my life and say i don't know you anymore it means i'm still going to love you and maybe you know visit you to talk with you when you're in jail for a bit yeah you know you know talk with you and you know try to help you not not help you out as far as break out jail or get out of jail (laughs) But hey. help you as far as <laughs> got the stuff, um, you know, on a personal level, how you mm-hmm. interact and deal with things, how you are processing, yeah. helping you to realize maybe, hey, what you did was a, not a little wrong or a lot wrong, <laughs> <laughs> not a little, but a lot, <laughs> you know, yeah. in that regard. And that's the thing I think that we're seeing with like some of these protests and these unrest is they equate love as free of consequences they say because you should love us and when i say us i'm talking about the riders and protesters you should not criminalize things that we like to do that's not what that means it doesn't mean you're free from criminal law say there's still right and wrong yeah it's just how you go about dealing with something when something is wrong and again, as you said, not get does you know still loving someone does not negate having any sort of consequence or stuff like that. But yeah, in this regard, I think you can think of it more like this: the love is more that interpersonal relationship than the relationship between the person and the law of the land. You know, so in other words, you, Mister Johnson, can do whatever, but I'm still gonna love you. Mm-hmm. You can become a drug addicted heroin addict living under a bridge murdering children left and right i could still love you even though i'm gonna have to turn you into the authorities for uh killing children wow that's a terrifying thought <laughs> I know. just the same as we can love people who were former alcoholics who have turned you know and decide to get clean even loving them during that time when they're struggling because what do you think interventions are interventions are people who are saying we love you we want to see you get better mm-hmm we're offering to help, you know, and, and sometimes they'll go, well, in order to be a good intervention, you have to, you must say that 
um, you're going to cut all ties with them. And I don't know. Maybe that is a way to kind of maybe force some, I don't know, in that regard. Right. But you you have stuff like that. You you have the example, you know, uh, of Christ himself saying, look, uh, who Saul, who was persecuting Christians, mm-hmm. said, even though you're persecuting them, I still love you. And actually, I have a mission for you and a plan for you. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, you know, and, and gets him to change his ways. And, and he changes his name into Paul. Uh, Saul to Paul. But even that, a guy who was actively going out and persecuting people. Mm-hmm. Being flipped around. My th- going on to that is think of the people that were already fought, like that were Christians mm-hmm. and then being told, oh, yeah, hey, this guy that was killing you. Yeah, he's on your side now. And like, that would be like, if gosh, if that were me, I'd be like, you got to be joking. I'm sure there were some people uh, who oh, were very absolutely. hesitant at first. But, oh, yeah, there were. But as people, but, and I think first century Christians were a lot better at this than we are now. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I can kind of put my stamp of approval saying they are yes. definitely. <laughs> um, the fact that they were loving each other in the community and trying to love him at the same time means that ultimately they would have to trust him and see past what he had done. done. Yeah. There were, there was guys, um, in the church before you kind of grew up and were older. Right. Um, that like one of the guys I knew, he, you know, when I say like when I was in like 18, 19 phase, you know, so that college type thing and, you know, big, he used to be a big party guy you know, big drunk and everything. Mm-hmm. And, but through his friendship with someone from the church, I, it, to be fair, it didn't help that, you know, he kind of thought she was pretty, you know, but, <laughs> but, but, but through that friendship, yeah. you know, and right. it's, it's, you know, everything he eventually came to Christ because yeah. she didn't stop loving him, even though she saw what he was doing on a weekly basis. Yeah. You know? that yeah and it's hard to do that i'm not oh, yeah. saying it's easy because people okay take this however you want us to take this people are annoying <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> i'm very much an introvert so whenever like we have to go up to camps and that I, I remember one time we were going to camp and um we were at a mcdonald's free camp for food whatever and Pastor Dave was like, oh, so we were at the kiosk or at the counter. I was like, I'm going to work at the kiosk because I hate people. (laughs) You know, that was just a statement I said. And Penny goes, are we sure we should be taking him to camp? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Penny. (laughs) You know, and this was like, this had been many years of me doing camp already. So it wasn't like a question of like seriousness, but it was more of a joking thing. But at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like. I prefer not interacting with people when I get the chance. I prefer machines over people. Okay. <laughs> I'm being honest here, but at the same time, I know I have to be loving to those I interact, yeah. even those I disagree with or disagree with me because I cannot guarantee that either of us are right on the various things. And just because I have an opinion on something does not make those with contrary opinions evil. No, just because I support a political candidate doesn't mean those who support an opposing political candidate are evil. As much as our country tries to make it seem like if you follow a certain political candidate or the other, you are Satan incarnate, you know, or if you're AOC saying we must have a list of all Trump supporters to hold them accountable in the future, 
sort of thing. That's spooky. I don't and, like and, that. And that's, and I tell you, when she says stuff like that, it is hard for me to go, I must love this person. <laughs> it, it, I will that's freely admit, it, it is hard for me to say, this person is still made in the image of God, and I need to love this person. Because <sighs> part of me, this sounds horrible, part of me just wants to kind of, when she says stuff like that, just wants to kind of retch a little bit and say, no. <laughs> But then I go, she, like everyone else, was made in the image of God. She, like me, was. She, like Aaron, was. She deserves love. And when I say love, again, I'm not talking romantic love. I'm talking the love of wanting what's best for her. She is still an elected leader. She still deserves that respect. She can be criticized for her comments and things. Again, love does not mean you are immune to the consequences of your actions. Yeah, but it does mean that you are treated with dignity. You're not just called a idiot and left on the wayside. On the way. It does mean that a conversation should be done with respect, with the desire and the wanting to come to an understanding, even if that understanding is that we will not agree on this topic, but that is okay. And still be friends. Yep, or not. And that. You don't necessarily you don't have, to, have be friends, to be friends, but you can still love one another. But you can still love them. Yep. And, and sometimes we, we like to say these platitudes, oh, we must love everyone. Every, all we need is love. Imagine the hardest person in the world to love. The one you disagree with the most on everything. Yeah. So in other words, if you were a Trump supporter, let's say, you that is conservative and that you are anti-abortion and all that, imagine how you could love an abortion-wanting Biden supporter. <sighs> that would be hard. But yet we are called to love one another even in those circumstances. Imagine you are a Biden supporter and all of a sudden you got to remember you have to love that person who is a Trump supporter. That's tough. A, I think our conversations in America, I, and I know right now you have social media deleted, but right now so, those conversations on social media are so full of hatred and vile. And that's why I got to stop myself from jumping in them because it's like, I need to remember to show love to those there. And a careless word here or there can easily, easily discredit any semblance of love from happening. Right. So is all you need love? Mm, no, that's love is not all you need. Beatles got it wrong. <laughs> you need a good head to think through how you're going to love. That's what you need. Any final words there, Mr. Johnson? <sighs> a stupid one. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> when near the end of your thing was, well, you said all you need is love. The next word you said was imagine. I was just like, nice. You got two Beatles songs right in a row like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which both yeah no not good <laughs> i had to do it i just wanted to see your reaction but in all seriousness though oh man i guess yeah have it. it's <sighs> i guess to point before yeah acting in any sort of way or i'd you know think if well one if you're being angered about something it's i i don't know how what how to get well how to say to do it but just to take a step back breathe think about well one how would you like to be treated in this scenario and 
be loving towards the other person, but also just anything you do, I suppose, for someone else. It's just trying, yeah, try and be conscious of other people and think think of them. Not to say, obviously, that you you don't do anything for yourself kind of thing, but it's like be mindful of others. And again, yeah, see what are your intentions with things. That's about it. All right. I guess for me, I'm going to go back to two lines of the song. Mm. Somewhere deep down, you know the difference between love following orders. (laughs) 